and welcome to the Building Digital Community Podcast. My name is Chirag Sheth, and I'm a first-year MBA student at the DeGroote School of Business at McMaster University, and I'll be your host throughout this journey. In a world where we can't meet face-to-face, building a sense of community can be a challenge, especially when you're starting a new job, or in my case, an MBA program, and can't meet your peers in person. Building Digital Community is an interview-style podcast where each week I'll talk to one of my new peers and learn a bit more about their story, with the goal of building genuine relationships and building a stronger community in a world where we're all going digital. On this episode of the podcast, we're welcoming Heidi Sosa. Heidi is an international MBA student from Columbia. She graduated from an undergrad degree in international business and worked previously as an international business director and general manager for a furniture company in her home country for eight and three years respectively. She's inspired daily by her family and loves her pug Giorgio. In her free time, she loves to dance bachata, salsa, among other Latin genres. We're excited to have Heidi on the podcast and let's get going. Hey Heidi, how are you? Good, how are you? Thanks for I'm, having me here. Yeah, of course. Um, the the viewers or the listeners can't see it, but I'm loving your virtual background right now. Nice and uh, <laughs> nice and exotic. I went there to relax a bit because of this hectic MBA journey. Yeah, yeah, perfect, uh, perfect setting. Um, it's getting colder <laughs> where I am at least in Canada, so I wish I could be uh, on that beach right now. Um, but I don't know, maybe sometime soon. <laughs> Um, so Heidi, the listeners heard a little bit about your, uh, just, uh, your, your brief intro, but why don't we start off, you know, take a couple minutes, introduce yourself, um, tell our listeners a little bit more about you. Yeah, for sure. Um, well, I'm going to take this story back to 2009. I was in the middle of 10th grade when I was proposed to do an exchange program in Canada. So that's, that's where, uh, my story of being here starts because uh, I was in St. Stephen, New Brunswick, which is a small town in Canada. And I had a lovely family, which I lived with, and they were amazing. They showed me around, they told me like all the good things that Canada have. And I promised to myself that I needed to go back. Like, seriously, I, I thought that um, Canada was a really good place to be. And a really good place to study, of course, because mm-hmm. the, the education is like high standards. So yeah, I then uh, finished my high school. Uh, we have until 11th grade, we do have 12th grade. So it was pretty fast. After that, uh, I started my bachelor's, but when I, I almost started my bachelor's program, I kind of was uh, proposed to start working, but I wanted to study, of course. So mm-hmm. I knew I needed money to, to start then um, kind of studying in Canada because it's not that cheap for international students. <laughs> yeah, for sure. So uh, I had to do full-time uh, work and full-time study, wow. which was like during the day I had to work and then during the night I had to study. That was really hard. I mean, imagine that for five years. Like first semester was really crazy. I uh, <laughs> I remember this first class I had and I overslept like I slept during the class and the professor was like really mad at me uh was funny if I remember it now it wasn't that funny in that moment (laughs) but uh (laughs) 
yeah i mean like like it worked out i saved, saved money with that i graduated back in 2012 i mean 2017th and um i spent like three years more working to save what well, like save up a little bit of money mm -hmm. and uh this one then uh, started to be not just like a solo plan, but with my boyfriend. He kind of had the same dreams. So uh, we started to work with on this together. And here I am. I mean, I'm not in care still, but um, already started with the plan. So we're good to go. Yeah, for sure. And hopefully, uh, hopefully you can make it down to Canada soon. Um, I yeah. especially, are you, are you planning on bringing your dog with you when you do come? Yeah, he, he's coming with us. Uh, his name is Giorgio, as, as you probably mentioned already. Mm -hmm. And he's, uh, he's a kind of, um, how you say that, like a, it's not a service dog, the other one, uh, the other option, I forgot the name in English, but he like kind of supports my boyfriend by his okay. flying because he gets a bit nervous when he flies. So we're taking with him, uh, him uh, with us. And uh, I mean, if, even if he didn't like help my boyfriend with that, I, I would still take him. Yeah, hundred percent. He, like he's my partner and he's always with me, and I I just don't imagine my life without him. It's, yeah, that's the reason. I mean, I'm scared of myself. <laughs> no, hundred percent. I remember. Uh, I don't remember what Zoom call we were on, but like there were a small group of us, and I think you showed us your dog. I'm like, yeah, like yeah. you have to bring uh, Giorgio. Like, there's there's no other option. <laughs> More because I feel like I want to meet Giorgio. Like that that's about it. Maybe for selfish reasons I'm saying oh. that you have to bring him. I'm okay with it. I agree. I mean, I don't care as long as you want to meet him. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, so tell me a bit more about like your process of wanting to start the MBA. So you mentioned like always kind of wanted to come back to Canada, but what was it about the MBA specifically that uh got you interested? Yeah, I mean, good question. Um I kind of always knew that I wanted to do my an MBA, but uh, wasn't really sure uh, when I started my bachelor's because I really wanted to kind of dig up a bit on how was the business world and with business world, and even more that I wasn't going to start um, working. Um, I started as a director, which is something really weird in Colombia. People were like, "Hey, you have like experience, working experience, and you're a director. How how is that?" and like that's life I that opportunity just came and I of mm -hmm. course took it and um, I really learned a lot from it and why the MBA I I have like my parents ventured into the business world like really early when I was I think when my mom was pregnant I mean like my father was like okay you're pregnant we don't like we don't have money now I we have to do something because uh, uh, we don't want my 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 girl to be in this mm -hmm. kind of situation. They were uh, kind of a humble family, not like they were not that poor, but uh, they were humble and they, they wanted more. I mean, yeah. it's good. So uh, I had that kind of influence in my life and uh, I wanted to be one day like them. I kind of liked how, like the affinity, had, a, had an affinity to how enterprises were managed and I saw myself like being a brand manager, but with the time and with the works I, I used to do, mm -hmm. I kind of saw myself being a brand manager and a good marketer because marketing is a really interesting in, uh, area I would like to yeah. 
further my knowledge and um, yeah, I feel blessed for being here. And that's why I, I ended up choosing an MBA because it makes sense. <laughs> yeah, very cool. So you mentioned like brand management and marketing. So is that kind of your goal post MBA? Like, is that the area you want to get into? Yes, yes, yes. That's definitely my goal. I I don't have that much experience in marketing. I mm-hmm. have experience in within the digital part. Right. With, like with the just a really basic part, but uh, I found it really interesting. So I yeah, I I kind of see myself into that and maybe being an entrepreneur, but that's way in the future. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> is there like a is there like a specific industry that you're interested in um, with regards to marketing? I've, I've actually received those questions so many times and yeah. <laughs> I always answer it with, I don't know yet. I, mm-hmm. uh, I, we want to stay in Canada with, um, mm-hmm. with like do the whole process to have the residency. And I don't have that much experience about how industries work there and uh, the f- different names and which one's better than the other. I mean, there's not mm-hmm. like, which one is better for me than the other, I, I have to say. So uh, I always say I don't know, and I that's also one of the reasons I ended up at the grid doing the call program because yeah, the cops are really good opportunity to kind of see like okay I want this industry first and there's this and then that and then like okay so in which one I feel more like an affinity and which one probably I'm going to end up with. Mm-hmm. Yeah, hundred percent. I think uh, I think that's a huge appeal of the co-op program. Like I'm in the full-time program myself, but I did uh-huh. a, I did a co-op undergrad. Um, so it's such a cool opportunity just to try out different things, try out different industries, see what you like and don't uh-huh. like. Because you know, marketing is great, but marketing is also such a huge topic. Like you got social, digital, yeah, like category is. marketing, yeah. brand par- uh, product marketing. Like there's just so many different things you can get into. So it's, it's, I think co-op's an awesome opportunity just to try out a little bit of all of it um, and see what you like. Like this next two, two and a half years, this is the, I feel like this is the opportunity to just try new stuff. Um, there's no, like the, the risk is relatively low right, right now just to uh, try stuff out. And like, this is like one of the, <laughs> yeah, this is one of the uh, maybe, a uh, few opportunities we get just to like bounce around to different positions and, and see what sticks. So I think that's a, that's a really good mindset to have. Exactly. It's the best opportunity we could ever have. Yeah. hundred so, yeah. percent. What are you most excited about, about like this whole, this whole MBA journey? What are you most excited about over this next couple of years? Wow. Um, I mean, this makes me feel excited and nervous at the same time. And as if I'm going to be able to take the mouse out of the journey mm-hmm. of like the MBA journey, I, I like, I imagined pr- like prior to starting the MBA, I imagined myself like going to all the events, um, being friends with like almost everybody, um, being the president of uh, X association, which I'm not going to say because I have an <laughs> opportunity tomorrow, but I don't want to like spoil it. Um, we'll see. We'll see. We, we get yeah. that. And um I really saw myself like into many things, but now, even though I, I consider myself with good time management skills, oh my God, they've been, <laughs> yeah, but like, you know, in a really hard way. And yeah, um, yeah so I'm, I'm, I'm excited about um, like leaving out the most out of it, mm-hmm. but at the same time nervous of not being able to 
to do so because time's short, time goes by really fast. Yeah, it's weird to think that it's almost November right now. Like we started this like three months ago and like where did where did all that time go? Like I still remember tuning into those career development uh, <laughs> courses once a week and that seems like it was just yesterday. Um, but I think it, it hit me today. Um, I don't know if you were in our, in our stats lecture uh, today when he was doing like the review. Yeah. I was thinking we did all of this in like five weeks. Like where did where did all of that time go? Like it seems like it's been it seems like it was just yesterday that we were learning about quantitative and qualitative variables and like different, <laughs> all this stuff. And I'm like, what, what happened? I know. Uh-huh. I know. I mean, when, when he was like going through the review, I was like, oh my God, that's why I have like almost 50 pages of only stuff. Yeah. <laughs> like that makes sense. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So I, I think that's great. Like you want to make, make the most out of your your time and yeah I feel like this is this is the perfect opportunity to do that um is there anything is. that you're you're like more nervous about um throughout the next few years um yeah, there's several things um <laughs> yeah I would say <laughs> uh, well one of the things and I think that's not just for me is for now it's not having my first call um mm -hmm. since you know, COVID-19 being an international student, it's, it's a bit even harder. So uh, that's one of my fears. But I think that like the biggest one is um, I consider myself as an introvert. So uh, I don't know if, if you've noticed, but uh, it, it's not that um, easy for me to be like that outgoing with mm -hmm. a lot of people. And I sometimes feel that to be a really good MBA student, you have to kind of be an outgoing person um, to like take out the best out of this. And mm -hmm. it's been hard for me to kind of go out of that shell and and not just like be me, but be better. I don't know if <laughs> you kind of understand this, yeah. but um, yeah. Yeah. I yeah, so that's interesting you say that because I, I think people are often surprised when I say I'm a huge introvert as well um people no like, but you host you host like a <laughs> podcast how are you an introvert I'm like I I like talking to people and like I like all of that stuff and I like being around <laughs> people but it like it starts to drain me after a while and like I need that time to myself um in order to recharge um and I think like I think that like I don't know if it's an introvert or extrovert thing I think the thing about the MBA is like I feel like you just need to try and push yourself and like just take that step mm -hmm. outside of your comfort zone. Um, and I think that's that's like the toughest that it's it's tough, I think, for for anyone. Um, so I definitely yeah, I definitely resonate with that as well, especially being all online right now. Like if we were in the classroom, yeah, I would okay. feel much more comfortable but like doing it at home where I know like, oh, like the introverted side of me can just turn off my camera if I want to. Um, or like, I don't have to raise my hand if I don't want to, but just like uh -huh. trying to give myself that extra push um, is is challenging, but it's like, I feel like that's gonna, how we're gonna make the most of this experience is by pushing ourselves to just step outside, uh, step outside our comfort zone a bit more. It is, it is challenging. Yeah, 100%. Um, so in like, in the next say five years or like post MBA, where where do you hope to be do you have like a 
um yeah like what would be what would be I guess your dream job after this or is that something you're still kind of figuring out as you go um I it's like a big idea like sometimes people expect to to kind of have like an exact Mm -hmm. um would say like call from people when because you'd always tend to have this this question when you have an interview Mm -hmm. and I did have it and it was like why do we have to have a concrete plan like is it bad not to and what I mean by this is I foresee myself being as I told you a brand manager a back marketer Mm -hmm. I don't know if it's going to be in five years I hope so I'm going to work really hard for that but maybe like that's life I maybe that's not going to happen in five years but maybe in 10 and I I'm I'm gonna take it I mean that's life and I I have to accept that and I have to I have to no I I I will you know appreciate all of the things that will happen until that Mm -hmm goes bridged but um i kind of see myself also like in the within the next five years because you know like there's two years and a half within the mba so we have like kind of two to do additional things so it's not like that much time and Mm -hmm. and i don't know if i i would already have a really good job and like save 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 out some money and then i will have a brilliant brilliant idea and then be a really good entrepreneur and start my own company which that's like a dream mm-hmm. come true, but I don't know if that's going to happen in five years. So it's yeah, kind of- that's fair. I like what you said about like, not necessarily like having to have it all mapped out. Um, <laughs> Cause I feel like I'm, I'm the type of person who like, I, I like to have like a plan for the most part. And I did have a plan. Like I didn't even plan on starting my MBA right now. Like I, I, <laughs> um, was in a point in my career where like, I felt like I was still growing, but then uh-huh. honestly, something like COVID happens and it throws a complete wrench in the yes. plan and you just have to find a way to be agile and like, like pivot and like the next five years and like the next two years, especially in the MBA, like I'm sure there's going to be lots of like bumps along the way and like opportunities where we have to be agile and we have to pivot and we might think we're going one direction, but we end up going a completely different direction. Um, so I think, I think that's good. I think like it's, it's good to have a general idea of where you want to go, whether that's mm-hmm. kind of towards more of the entrepreneurship route or towards like the brand management route. Um, but also like being flexible with it as well, because you're going to, I feel like we're all going to experience so much growth and so much learning over the next couple of years. Yes. And like our plan now will completely change probably by the end of it probably will (laughs) so I think that's uh I think you touched on a really interesting point there yeah and I mean I I I kind of changed that uh, mindset a few months ago because I used to be like that like I always had a plan and like Mm. a plan with dates like that hard (laughs) and I used to say like, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to have date in this, like from my bachelor's program in this year. And I have, I'm going to have this amount of money by that year. And then I'm going to start my MBA in this year. Mm-hmm. And like, I'm going supposed to start my MBA back in 2018. Like here I am 2020. Mm-hmm. Life happens. Some unexpected things happened. And yeah, I mean, everything changed. And I really gave myself like really hard time because of that and um, 
my my boyfriend kind of helped me realize that uh, it, that's not that good to be that kind of a strict with yourself and goals. Mm -hmm. So that's why I kind of changed it to something more, a bit more broader. Uh, yeah, for sure. I really like that. Um, and I think you also touched on the point of like, there's some things that are honest, they're just out of our control. Like we have no control over some of the things that happen. And I think that's one of the things that I've learned the last couple of years is like <laughs> focus on the things that were within your control because then when something like a COVID or like whatever the situation happens like you're it's easier to to I think pivot and be a bit more flexible then rather than having a super strict uh plan of of what you got to do um so that's really cool yeah exactly and that excel set set it all I mean <laughs> <laughs> yeah. for sure um so now just like pivoting to the topic of leadership um, is there a leader that you've come across like so far in your, in your life or in your career that you've found really influential, like someone that's made a, a big impact in your life? Um, I'm a very family driven, if you haven't noticed mm -hmm. by now. And I would say that my biggest leaders are my parents um, because they've always worked hard for what they want. And pretty much they always always get get it like in a in a good sense what mm -hmm. what where they saw themselves they are now like this year is a different year of course because yeah. that really impacted their company but i i kind of see them as my my you know as my role models mm -hmm. um and if i have to say someone uh external i i kind of that's lately, like from a weeks ago, I, I, I've been watching like different documentaries related to Michelle Obama. And that woman is amazing. And yeah. she's like a really empowered woman. And like, I want to go through that area of being a really empowered woman, help women like be better in the business area. So uh, I kind of see myself going through someone like a strong, with a strong but character like here yeah that's awesome have you uh have you read her book no not yet i'm going to like Ooh, yeah you definitely got to it's uh it's a <laughs> so good one funny. add that add that to the reading list as soon as we're done reading like textbooks and <laughs> lecture notes yes. and all that stuff I will, um, I will. yeah for sure uh cool so we are uh yeah th that ends i guess the quote-unquote formal part of the podcast <laughs> Um, and we're about to head into the random wheel of questions, but before we do, we're going to switch spots and this is your chance to ask me any questions if you'd like. Dun, dun, dun. Okay. Um, I have two questions for you. Sure. Uh, the first one is, I want to know your tips. So what are the best resources that have helped you in the MBA so far? Ooh, in my MBA so far, I feel like honestly, it's just like the people, um, like our, both our current class and just like mm -hmm. reaching out to upper years. Um, yeah. I think that's, that's been probably the best resource so far. Um, just like, I feel like, especially now that we're all kind of like doing this digitally, it's so much, mm -hmm. it's, it's harder, but also easier to reach out to people, which kind of sounds weird, but like, <laughs> it, like, it's so much like I don't have to travel if I want to uh -huh. talk to someone 
I can like literally WhatsApp message them or send them a Zoom link and we can just like hop on the phone. So if I have questions about like course content or something, I can, it's very easy, I think, to, to get that help. Or if I have questions about like job applications or um, applying to a different company and want some uh, advice from an upper year, like it's very easy uh -huh. to reach out. Um, so yeah, I'd say honestly, the community has been probably the best, the best resource um, so far. Mm, good answer. I'm, I'm going to take that one. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, okay. So the second one is what I mean, I, I, I'm a really huge fan of this podcast. I've, I've heard almost all of them. I'm going to lie. I still miss some, but I, I'm going to get there soon. <laughs> uh, so what's the future of building digital community after you cover all of our fellow peers? I mean, have you imagined something like that for or... How is it going to be? Yeah, it's a good question. Um, I think that, let's see. I think that like the idea of this whole podcast was honestly just to, to get to know people better in a world mm -hmm. where like we, we can't meet up. Um, like we have the, uh, like for the people who are local, we had like a couple in-person meetups or we had a couple like yeah. Zoom calls that included more of the international students as well. And that's great. Like I love those things. Um, but I think going back to like the introverted side of me, I find it super intimidating when I'm like on a zoom call with 50 other people and yes. we're all like talking, I'm like, I don't know what to ask. Like, I'm just going to sit here. <laughs> um, and it's just, it's much harder, I think, to dive deeper and like get to know someone more on an individual level. So that's where the whole idea for the podcast started. It's like, I just want to have, whether it's the 20 minutes or half an hour, whatever it is, just to like dive deeper into someone's story. Um, cause that, that's, that's what I felt I was really missing, um, with the mm -hmm. whole remote experience. So that was the premise for the podcast. And I want to continue doing that. Like the, this month I, I just kind of started on a whim. So I wanted to use this term as a way to just try it out, try it out with people in our, in our incoming cohort. Um, mm -hmm. but I want to expand it throughout my whole MBA and like involve professors, involve like the CPD uh, career staff, involve upper years, like to group leaders, whoever it is, um, yeah. and really broaden it up to, um, to, to everyone. Um, and really like make this, uh, um, encompass the, the larger group community. Um, mm -hmm. cause like going back to what I was saying earlier, but like the resources, um, I think there's just so many amazing people and amazing stories, um, that the group has. So, um, just, just really diving into that more. And I've said since like I started this up that this podcast, like it's never been about me. I don't want it to be about me. Um, like I'm not the star. I want the guest to be the star. Um, like there's, oh, again, you. like there's so many, <laughs> yeah, Heidi, you're the star right now. Um, there's just, there's, again, there's so many great stories that I just wanted to share. Um, and I wanted like people to have the opportunity to share their story because I saw that that was something that I think we were all kind of missing out on. Uh, with the with the digital world so yeah I'd like to see the podcast encompass kind of the the larger degree community and we'll see kind of where it goes after that I'm pretty sure it's going to work and for like the sake of introvert people like me we have to mention this thank you I mean this has been really helpful to get you know like people that we haven't reached out to so if you continue to do this with professors and like other students that would be amazing yeah i'm hoping so yeah i'm hoping to 
I'm definitely going to keep it going. I don't know if I'll still be able to do two episodes a week. It's been, it's been a lot. <laughs> um, so I, I, you know, after next term, I might, uh, I might cut it down to one episode a week, but, uh, it's honestly been a lot of fun. Like I really love doing it. Um, I love just, just talking to people and, and getting to know more about their stories and kind of what makes them tick. Um, mm-hmm. so yeah, I'd love to, uh, I'd love to expand it after this. Yes, please. And you're a really good host. So you should. Thank you. I appreciate way. that. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Cool. So I'm going to give this wheel a spin and, oh, uh, my. we'll see what pops out. <laughs> okay. Ooh. Okay. This is a good one. And I don't think we've had it yet, which is good. The thing about this random wheel is like, it's great, but I feel like it keeps landing on the same, like three or four questions every time. <laughs> um, but this is a good one. What is one show that you're currently like obsessed with that you're watching? Oh my, are we allowed to watch a show right now? <laughs> Do we have time? Yeah. <laughs> I That's don't have time question. to anything. Um, Okay, I, 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 I'm not watching right now like anything because um, I can be really obsessed. I mean, I can be mm-hmm. like that type of people that end up in the middle of the night, like 2 a.m., 3 a.m. watching something and yeah. that's not going to work here. For sure. So um, what I used to do is uh, I watched the whole thing, Suits, in Netflix. I, I don't yeah. know if you've seen it really good. If you haven't, mm-hmm. uh, recommend it. But I, what I generally do is documentaries, like small documentaries. Um, that's what I generally like. And I don't know if I'm allowed to say this, but K-dramas, I really love them. I, I'm i that okay. cheesy. I'm that cheesy, cool. though. Yeah, that's me. Okay. No, it's not cheesy. <laughs> the last the last episode, I was talking about how I love watching like trashy reality TV. So I think... <laughs> I think you're good. Um, is there like, is there a documentary that you recommend people go check out? Mm-hmm. Okay, I, I, I'm really good. I'm really bad at names, but there's this documentary. Um, oh my god, I forgot the name. Okay, no, I'm, I'm just gonna go with the last one I saw, and I think that like everybody has seen this by now. If not, people go and see it. Uh, social dilemma mm-hmm. it's really good really good I, I was gonna say another one but i forgot the name so i'm gonna go with that one which is still really good yeah i love the social <laughs> dilemma it was uh it was really interesting especially i think now that so much of our lives yeah. are in front of our computers uh, yeah, <laughs> so I, I, I loved it i kind of made my mom dad and like everybody in my house watch it and mm. like an hour after they finished it, they were like into their phones like this. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, I right was back like, at okay. it. Okay, yeah. That's about it. Good. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, definitely recommend if you haven't seen the social dilemma, it is uh, it is on the must watch list. Yes, um, really good one. Yeah, for sure. So Heidi, that brings us to the end of the podcast. Um, before we like, before we say goodbye, are there any social handles? Um, like, if someone has questions, how can they? Uh, how can they get in touch with you? Of course, um, well, people can reach me out like Facebook and Instagram. I think Instagram is like Heidi Sosa one, if I'm not mistaken, and in Facebook it's just Heidi Sosa, which is really easy. It's Heidi with a Y at the end. Um, 
yeah, it's not Heidi, like it's you know, it is my parents just wanted to be rebel. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and LinkedIn, Heidi says that as well. Awesome. Well, Heidi, thank you for joining the podcast. This is a, a nice way to spend a Thursday <laughs> evening for me, especially like to break up all like the different deliverables we have. It was nice to like get away from oh, and just have a have a nice conversation. <laughs> so thank you for joining. No, thank you for having me. All right, we'll chat soon. Thank you for listening to this episode of the podcast. If you want to get in touch, you can find me on LinkedIn at Chirag Sheth, on Twitter at Chirag Sheth 24, or follow our Instagram page at Building Digital Communities. I'll see you next time. Take care and stay safe.